Red Mike's. I think we should have a look inside that place first. The place took up most of the block on that side of the street. A balcony ran along the second floor. Ace wouldn't have been surprised to see scantily clad women hanging over the railing of that balcony, enticing customers to come up. But it was empty at the moment. The hitch rails in front of the saloon were packed. The Jensen brothers found space to squeeze in their horses and dismounted, looping the reins around the rail. Chance bounded eagerly onto the boardwalk, with Ace following at a more deliberate pace. He would have preferred finding a place to stay first, maybe even getting something to eat. But once Chance felt the call of potential excitement, it wasn't easy to stop him from answering. Considering the number of horses tied up outside, Red Mike's was crowded with customers. Men of all shapes, sizes, and types lined up at the bar and filled the tables. Ace saw buckskin-clad old-timers and burly men in canvas trousers, homespun shirts, and thick-soled shoes who probably worked on the docks or the riverboats. Also in attendance were cowboys in boots, spurs, and high-crowned hats, frock-coated gamblers who reminded him of Doc, and meek, suit-wearing townsmen. Circulating among the men were women in low-cut spangled dresses that came down only to their knees. Some of them looked fresh and innocent, despite the provocative garb, while others were starting to show lines of age and weariness on their painted faces. All of them sported professional smiles as they delivered drinks, bantered with the customers, and occasionally perched on someone's knee to flirt for a minute before moving on. In each front corner of the big room was a platform with steps leading up to it. A man holding a Winchester across his knees sat on a ladder-backed chair on each platform. They were there to stop any trouble before it got started, the tactic seemed to be working. While Red Mike's place was loud, even boisterous, it was peaceful enough in the saloon. Everyone seemed to be getting along. Ace leaned closer to his brother and said over the hubbub, It's too busy in here. We'd better move along and come back later. No, there's a place at the bar, Chance replied, pointing. Come on. Ace followed, unwilling to let Chance stay by himself. It wasn't that he didn't trust his brother, but sometimes Chance could be impulsive, even reckless, especially in such surroundings. They weaved through the crowd to the bar. By the time they got there, the space Chance had noticed was smaller than it had been. There was still room for one of the brothers, but not both of them. That didn't stop Chance from wedging his way into the opening, and then using a shoulder to make it wider by pushing one of the flanking men aside. Ace winced a little when he saw that, because he knew what was liable to happen next. Chance turned his head and beckoned to his brother. Come on, Ace, there's room now. No sooner were those words out of his mouth than a big hand clamped down on his shoulder and jerked him around. The man Chance had nudged aside, glared down into his face, and demanded in a loud voice, 
Who do you think you are, boy? My name's Chance Jensen, Chance said coolly. If this is a formal introduction, you can go ahead and tell me your name. The man ignored that. You can't just push a man around like that and expect to get away with it, boy. You done left school too early. You ain't been taught all the lessons you need. From the sound of it, I have considerably more education than you do. The big man's face darkened with anger. He was several inches taller than Chance, about the same height as Ace, and probably weighed fifty or sixty pounds more than either brother. His rough clothes and a shapeless hat jammed down on a thatch of dark hair indicated that he probably worked on the docks. Not the sort of hombre to mess with unless it was absolutely necessary.